Hey, Joey, um, I, I know this is going to sound like first world problems and all, but I, it's one of the frustrations I have in modern life. Um, mm-hmm. here, I had to use driftwood flavored deodorant this morning. That was problematic and, for you? <laughs> well, see, I like the classics, man. You know, like I, I, I like my coffee black. I don't need it half calf. I, I just like black coffee, man. I like my peanut butter Skippy. I like I like the classics, man. You know, like I, I sometimes I like plain things, and I can't find any fucking plain flavored or plain scented deodorant. What the fuck is plain like, scented? It's all like unscented, just like deodorant. I just want fucking deodorant sometimes. Like I want crest flavored crest. You can't get crest flavored crest anymore. Well, I don't... Like everything's got to be super intense, and everything's got to be like like super marvelous. And 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 I dig. Like if you wanna macchiato it up on your coffee like rock it out with your bad self but you know leave some of the classics for me you don't fuck with tradition i've been busy with the the uh, cinnamon shortbread latte at the uh, at the uh, starbucks (laughs) that's what i've been doing lately with an extra shot of uh espresso you know Um, and and i'm good with that you do you mm -hmm. but don't take away from me. You know what I'm saying. So you just want to be a fucking dullard, like Bert. To like you're the you're Bert to my Ernie, is what you're fucking saying. Nah, dude, I'll get down. Like I like a fine meal. Don't get me wrong, but I'm down with the fine meal classics. What's a fine? I like a, I like a fine fucking steak. I'll eat. I'll eat the fuck out of a ribeye with little garlic salt on it. Yeah, you know I what I mean? You. Like. I a, hear you. Um and, and I and I don't mind paying for it. And I'll pay out the nose for plain deodorant. I don't give a co- oh Jesus. No, I'm saying. Go ahead. Tell us about your fancy man. Like the way you don't mind paying. I don't mind. Like I will never. I don't shop at Walmart because I choose not to rub <laughs> elbows with a certain clientele of people. Oh yeah, I hear you. I mean, the common folk is what you're saying. Not, I just don't. I choose not to buy shitty McShit shit. Is what I call it. Not everybody's a one percenter. You know, you don't. Right. You don't need to be around these types. Is what you, I, I understand you. I get what you're saying. You <laughs> Did you go to Michael's yesterday? I was breaking your balls. I had to go to Michael's, but I was going to Michael's for a manly fucking reason. I wasn't going there because I have like a doily that I'm trying to put together. I needed a wood dowel. And like Michaels and fucking Walmart and, and and Big Lots, they're all like in the same kind of thing to me. Dollar General. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're wrong about this. You're wrong about this. Michaels is for people with skill. Well, not necessarily. Some of them house frows like to sit around. All right, and deco pods. I, I dig. But Michaels, I is, dig. Yeah, but the yeah, Big Lots is just you know. That's, that's the, the Venn diagram does kind of overlap slightly. Yeah, wait, do, who told you that? I don't think it does. But anyway, I I know this sounds like first world problems and all, but I I I do I do like some plain fucking soap. It doesn't have to be artisanal soap. Like we talked about that last week with the artisanal um yeah, your your uh, uh bourbons. Bourbons, yeah. You know, I went to a, a coffee shop. It was a nice coffee shop in Philadelphia with my mom a couple of weeks ago and I'm reading the the coffee uh, descriptions, mm-hmm. and I just really just want a cup of black coffee. I could give a fuck, but the descriptions were, you know, this is a mountain-grown uh, coffee raised on the side of a Colombian mountain. Uh, the mountain is named Chichuro. Um, it was hand-picked by a gentleman named Carlos on Stephen So-and-So's ranch. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I These don't things know. are important to mean? people. <laughs> I know, maybe. I mean, not to me, it's just not- but they're important to other people, I think. I don't know how that helps you when you just drink. You know, 
in all honesty, every once in a while, I, I told you I started French pressing my coffee. Right. Because I'm not having it with that Keurig shit no more after I saw all the buildup that gets in there and the bacteria and everything. And um, But I, I, I've tried all different coffees, right? I tried the one you told me to try. I tried, uh, I have this one that's like a Cuban something or other, supposed to be amazing. Tried everything. And I've come to realize I don't think my uh, palate, if you will, can tell the difference. Uh, I mean, I can tell the difference between my shortbread latte uh, because it's uh, obviously, yeah. sugary and sweet and stuff. Um, but I, I can't. Like coffee itself, I, I, I think because I always make it strong anyway. Like that's how I, I drink it. And I think at that point I probably ruin it. I was watching these peckerhead hipster douchebags show. You ever see the Chemex coffee uh, brewing system? No. Oh, well, this is the way, this is the only way, if you have a handlebar mustache and ride a unicycle, this is the only way you can drink coffee now, it's through Chemex, and um, they're like, and you have to slow pour in a circular motion, the hot water coming out of the thing, fuck off, like, you don't, it doesn't do anything, it's still, the the hot water is sitting in the coffee and it's brewing the coffee out, I don't care how you poured the fucking shit onto it, <laughs> Like, who, what is this? You know what I mean? This is what we're doing now. We, we have to pour a certain way. And, and count to 30 seconds. Let this steep for 30 seconds before you stir gently with a spoon and listen to your vinyl records. Uh, preferably back to Wilco my, back to, Yeah. Yeah, that goes directly back to my point. I sat there in the fucking grocery store looking for deodorant. <laughs> and... Like everyone, I, there was nothing that just said plain. So I f- sprayed like forty-five different ones in the fucking in the aisle, trying to find the one that was the plainest. Mm-hmm. And it turned out to be driftwood flavored degree. Yeah, that's what the kinda, fuck is that? That's <laughs> weird. I mean, that's the most simple. I well, the, you know the ones I use. <laughs> I use the Old Spice, and it'll be like Hawk Glove. Like it's literally named shit like that. I don't even know what scent right. that is. <laughs> I mean, I'll smell it and I'll go, eh. Okay, I don't mind if I smell like that, but what the fuck is a bear uh, clam or whatever? Like, the fucking, they, they got all these weird names, you know? See, and you know what I think all that is? I think that's just, a, like, a lack of confidence and, in, in, like, self-confidence in people. I think it's, like, the, the the whole deal is, like, you know, like, if I get this Dracar Noir and I smell like uh, Anson, Anthony Sabato Jr., I'm going to finally get laid. Yeah. Like, I think that's what all that this whole thing is about. Mm-hmm. And, you know... That's kind of the nice thing about being like my age and my forties that that I could give a fuck anymore. I just want plain fucking deodorant. Like I don't, I don't care if I smell who I smell like or what. I just, I'm cool, man. I'm I'm I, I'm good. Yeah. Like if I want to go get laid, you know, maybe I'll throw on. Well, I think a lot of that shit is about broing down. Like you got to bro down pretty hard, you know. Like I was watching this dude uh, on Facebook the other day, and. Um, a bunch of chicks were talking about, I think it was like Bradley Cooper showed up at a Gaga concert, right? Just so they could sing that song from the movie, Mm -hmm. uh, Stars Born. And they were all talking about, you know, how awesome it would be if uh, they were there and, and, um, you know, he showed up and they could watch this happen. Then they got into a conversation about how great the film was. And which it was a very fine film. I don't know if you've seen it or not. I know you tell me you don't watch movies anymore. But it was a good movie. Um, 
And yeah, it hasn't made it to HBO yet. Well, when it gets there, you'll see. It's Sam Elliott's fantastic. They they magically took all these A list people and made it feel kind of like an independent film, and I thought it was pretty decent. But that's a whole nother subject. So this dude comes in, and he's like, "Well, I would never know," and he's like, all caps, like bro and hard, because I will never ever watch this movie. It's not gonna happen. And and I'm the woman whose threat it was calmly responded, well, nobody asked you to. And it's like, um, <laughs> I like that. Well, no, it was actually fucking funny. I, I started laughing my ass off. I was, I was at work and I, you know, it's on a break and I look at it and I'm like, Oh, that's fucking hilarious. I actually had to hit her up and be like, dude, that was funny. Um, but like, how are you like 50 something and you feel the need to bro that hard? Like, isn't that gone yet? I mean, I get your guy, you know, excuse me, there's no such thing as gender. Um, What are are the rules? I shouldn't assume anything or whatever. But I get that you're a dude and you like guy things and that's cool, you know, but you shouldn't have to bro that hard at this age. No. I get broing like that when you're like 20, 25. You want to make sure your masculinity is clear. You know, <laughs> yeah. you don't want people, you, gotta, you don't you want to prove something. Yeah. You don't want people <laughs> thinking you secretly think dick is delicious. So you gotta, you gotta yep. really put turn it on. But at this, you gotta spend your, you gotta spend your Sundays at B-dubs and watch football yeah. and wear your Jersey. Yeah. And, and put truck nuts on. Yeah. You can't listen can't. to anything. Like you could never listen to Duran Duran cause you're busy like rocking out really hard to some edgy shit, you know? Um, but fuck that! I'm I'm still hungry like the wolf. You are hungry like the wolf. <laughs> I am. Uh-huh. It's, <laughs> it seems that way. But I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I I just watched this and I was like, how the fuck? How are you that angry about a film that you've never seen? <laughs> like you're you're know, you're know. pissed. Like, and you don't even know what it's about. And because he, he went on to liken it to Dirty Dancing, and I'm like, it's nothing like I don't, the fuck is wrong with you. You know, but I, I don't know. I just, it's weird to find yourself mentally in when you're our age and you find yourself mentally in places that like you should have found yourself in 85 and it would have been acceptable, but you're still. How, huh. how did he get, how did he get it to Dirty Dancing? Was he doing like six degrees of Kevin no. Bacon? Was he like, he, was he like Sam Elliott, Patrick Swayze, Dirty Dancing? That's it. No, <laughs> you're you're giving it too much credit. Dude, dude just went, sucks just like Dirty Dancing. Fuck yeah, bro. Like, it was like that kind of shit. And I'm like, where did Dirty Dancing come from? Like, I didn't even understand any of that. I mean, the film, if we could for a second, the film is about a broken dude, serious fucking drug problems and shit, meets a broad that she's wanting to, you know, she's very talented. He sees her talent. Uh, and elevates her, and then, you know, the trappings of showbiz come along and start fucking with everything. Not very, nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> not not too much of that going on, man, you know? No babies in the corner. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't understand it. I just don't get being that angry. But, you know, I was thinking about our age, you know, and um, the other day it was kind of really, I don't know, it kind of walloped me a little bit. You don't give much thought to the fact that uh, we have fewer days ahead of us than we have behind us, right? Like, we just continue, like, we're sitting here, like, playing fucking radio right now, and you don't you don't really, um, 
You don't give too much thought to the reality that you have less time left than you've lived. And that's if you're, you know, you might be incredibly lucky, if that's lucky, when you're like sitting around and you can't get out of a bed and you're shitting and pissing yourself. I mean, I guess if that's lucky, I don't think it is. But that's where we're at now. Like, this is where we find ourselves at this point. Yeah, but you, you know what? I'm cool with it. Yeah, you're I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm cool with that notion. So, I mean, I guess, like, you bring that up, so I think of two different things, right? Uh-huh. A, a is one being, you know, afraid of your own mortality. Right. And then the second one is, like, not feeling like you filled up your bucket list, you know, prior. Yeah. So, like, I, personally... I'm cool with my own, my own mortality. I'm not afraid of it. I'm not all I I don't have guilt in my life. I don't I'm not afraid of Jesus or Muhammad or any sky monster like that's going to that you know, I'm I'm cool with that. If if I died today, you know, I mean it wouldn't be my choice. It wouldn't be my first choice, obviously. Right. But like I, I'm cool with it. I'm not afraid of it. Like so whatever. Uh, you know, I lived a good life. I'm cool with that. Yeah. And as far as bucket list go, I try to live every day like trying to fill something on a bucket list. So yeah, I you mean, know, I think I've done that too. You know, I'm I'm good with it. I I I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm not uh like professionally. I'm I'm not real jazzed. And and I if if I'm looking back, like uh, I didn't do in life what I wanted to do. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah. So that that part kind of sucks. But other than that, man, like I, I you know, um, yeah. But you know what? Even professionally, right? I'm telling you, like, professionally, like, your professional accomplishments are always, like, having enough money. Like, once you make your first, uh, once you make your first million, you want your second. Once you make, you know you know what I'm saying? Like, there's never really enough when it comes to your professional accomplishments. Well, yeah, no, I get that. That's, but I'm just talking about, like, as far as what my initial passion in life was and what I ended up doing. Like, that's, that's the thing I'm saying. Like, I think a lot of people, uh many people probably find themselves closer to that scenario, at least the ones I've spoken to, you know, but, but I'm, I'm fucking cool with being almost 50, man. We lived in a fucking great, great, great time, man. Like we did going from, I mean, like going from where we were at, like as a kid, like the only thing I had in my house was black and white TVs. That were that weighed like sixty pounds to what we got now. Oh yeah, like is a fucking. Um, it's been an amazing, amazing trip. We lived in it. We lived a great, great time frame. I, I think. Like. Yeah, we went from pong to virtual reality in our lifetime. Yeah, dude, it's been a fucking amazing run, man. Like it, it, like I'm so thankful that I've lived in this in this time frame. You know, I you know, I know some people feel like that. I I should have been born in the old west or something like that, or I you know like. But God damn, this has been a fucking amazing run. And so, yeah. yeah so, yeah, being like, I'm, I'm cool with my age, man. I'm cool with our, our time frame. I'm very good with it. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I agree with you to that point. Um, I was thinking about that, though. Like, we're, if you think back to uh, the 70s and early 80s, the TV shows and the movies were American Graffiti, Hollywood Nights, uh, Happy Days. And they all yeah. focused on the 50s and the 60s. So we're now, our parents, I guess, generation, where their pop culture, their youth had great currency in the pop culture landscape in the moment, just like we do. You know, we 
we watched the Wonder Years um, about their time, and then now uh, uh, we have the Goldbergs focusing on our time and Stranger Things and Wonder Woman eighty four that's coming out, and you know, on and on, you know, right. Um, so I was thinking about that, like, is the moment that we kind of really become old people the moment that our pop culture has no currency anymore? Well, I mean, you know, like the 70s were very well defined. Like you can, you know, if somebody's wearing a 70s Halloween costume, mm-hmm. you you know what that meant, what that means or 60s Halloween costume or or an, even an 80s Halloween costume, right? Do you mean you, blackface and buckwheat? No, no. Oh, never. You know, that's the other thing, man. I've lived a, I, I've lived a fucking, you know, full life and I've done a lot of terrible shit in my life. But thank God I never wore blackface. That's all I'm going to say about that. I didn't either, but I do know a lot of people that did. And, you really? Um, oh. uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, did I know a lot of people that did the buckwheat, the Mr. T. Um, not not in a uh, minstrel Al Jolson mammy uh, vibe. Just, you know, hey, I'm Mr. T, man. You know, like, I, I don't, um, you know, Megan Kelly got in big trouble for this. And obviously, you know, I probably will, too, if, if anybody could destroy me or whatever. But I, I do get what she was trying to say. Um, it was stupid of her to say. Uh, but I, I kind of got it. Like, she was saying, like, when she was young, you know, somebody wanted to go out as Diana Ross. I mean, it's, it's a weird subject because intention really should matter. But that particular issue um, is a very ugly fucking issue. And... So, I like this. Yeah, no, I get it, but you know the way I look at it is, if a woman doesn't want to be called the c word, I won't call her the c word. You know, like I'm like no, I can, and yeah, you know. no, I, I understand that. I mean, and I agree. <laughs> you know? Like I said, you know, I I don't trying to look back on it with anything other than hey, yeah, that probably wasn't really cool. Like, I mean, that's really all that should be said. Not like hey, we did this. What's the problem, bros? You know. Like, <laughs> there was a problem, man, you know, and it doesn't, it, like, okay, we did it, you know, people of our generation did it, and they maybe had no malicious intent whatsoever, but the historical connective tissue uh, makes it a very uncool thing, and, you know, we can look at it now and not try to justify it or make it be okay, and, but on that same note, I, I actually, that reminds me of another thing I wanted to bring up. Um, I was listening, I, I love the Collider crew, you know, the, the movie podcast and stuff, and uh, John Roca um, was talking about, I, I don't recall the film now, but it was something we grew up with, and he was saying that watching it now is very difficult, and, and, and I, whatever, I wish I could remember what the film was, but it, to me, it was like, I understood what he was trying to say, but it's not that offensive. Do you think do you think it's possible that people try to be too woke and they're it's disingenuous? I mean, like, I can watch something that now would never play to the politically correct crowd, um, and I understand why it doesn't, but I remember what it was, and I take it for what it is, and I'm not, like, disturbed by watching anything, you know? Do you think, do you think that's legit, or is that just, like, trying to be woke for the sake of being woke? Well, there's obviously like classic movies like Caddyshack that would never fucking get bought off on today. You know what I mean? It would right. 
it would be offensive to most people and you know and maybe rightly so i don't know i mean but um uh, what's that gene wilder film where he was in the old west you know? oh, uh, oh yeah blazing saddles yeah blazing saddles blazing saddles you know could never get made today and you know i, I don't think of it as intended to be um you know mean or you know i don't i don't i never think of it as intention but but goddamn like you know some of the things they have in there now you look back it's it's cringy yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah no there there's isn't. some cringy there's some cringy shit that goes on in there you know by today's standards and you know i mean that that's one of the terrible things that we have in in you know and i do feel bad for my kids generation because um you know we, I guess, as a people, we tend to judge things by today's standards and not by the standards at the time. And I, right. and, I, and so I'm not saying that yesterday's standards were wrong, but yesterday's standards were what they were. You know what I mean? What was socially acceptable back in the 70s is not certainly not socially acceptable today. And, you know, you can't really judge people what they did in the 80s as harshly as as you know by today's standards that's uh, it's, it's a little it's a there's a weird dynamic there that i, I can't and i well, figure yeah, out what I, the right answer is yeah i agree with that i mean like you can't p- punish people like if taking brett kavanaugh uh for as an example but brett kavanaugh um by all accounts was aggressive he was predatory um you know it's there's no disputing the fact that brett kavanaugh lied with such passion and fervor <laughs> over what his yearbook entries meant. Um, and, and that's indicative of somebody who doesn't want you to understand what they used to be. But that's an aggressive behavior. Uh, a trespass <laughs> against modern conduct codes from 30 years ago, uh, such as you went out on Halloween as blackface when it wasn't a big deal in the same way that it is now. That's kind of different. Like, to yeah, me. Yeah, and, 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 yeah, and it's very different. And, like, I don't want to, because fucking rape is rape. It always was rape. You know right. what I mean? Like, so I, just because it happened 40 years ago does not, like, I don't want to be misconstrued as, like, you're getting a pass with me because you're, you're not. Like, right. Not, yeah, that's not, what I'm like, saying. No way. There's no, there's no fucking pass on that. But, uh, but, I'm just talking about like what's socially acceptable. I mean, there's there's definite hard lines here, but what some things that were socially acceptable, you know, you know, who knows? Like in 40 years from now, like we as a society may be like totally anti-meat, right? Yeah. Like for you know, who knows where the culture where everything changes? You know, uh, some shit could happen. We could all get mad cow, or you know, what I mean, like you know, you know, and yeah. cows can all get and like for. Just like the Jews don't eat pigs, right? Some mm-hmm. somebody gets sick, and then social you know, our our country as a culture stops eating beef, right? Forty years from now, people are going to look back and be like, "Oh, those disgusting animals who used to eat beef!" Like you know, <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, like you you never really know what the social standards are of the day, and and you know, there's probably something we've said here on this episode that that five years from now is going to be like. Those fucking assholes. I can't believe they would say some shit like that. You know, maybe. I don't know. 
Oh, I, I, I'm sure. I mean, I, I think you, you just look at anything uh, when you apply enough time to it. Medical procedures, uh, s- the the psychiatry profession, the things people believed. I mean, being homosexual was once considered a mental disorder that could have you institutionalized. And um, and not as a and I don't think there was any kind of homophobia. It just was seen as uh, as. Uh, an outlier to the norm, you know what I mean? I don't think well, I, there was some homophobia. Well, there was, I, but but yeah. I, I I try to give credit to the you know the clinical psychologists like the Freud types. I don't like I, you know I try to give some kind of credit that they were scientists and then this is what they saw as as the social norm and this is what they saw as the anti norm. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And but I think, uh, you know, th- that just goes with everything. You know, I mean, our entire societal structure, uh, you look at the way women were treated as wives, you know, the the, the they were like property. Um, fuck, they used to use bloodletting, like let out some of your blood to cure yeah. high blood pressure. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck well, is I mean, that? It, made, it stands to reason, you know, if you're filling up an inner tube too much, you want to let some of the air out. That's all yeah. I'm <laughs> you know what I mean? There were some put leeches and like, like, <laughs> God damn! Like I always laugh. There's a little shoe store here in in, in the town I live in, and there's a, <laughs> it's like one of those old timey shoe stores. Like it and and uh, actually just closed down a little bit ago. But so dude, it was a little too old timey. Yeah, yeah, it was way too old timey. Um, but dude still had his old X-ray machine, where they used to wow. where people used to. Uh, try shoes on and they would x-ray your feet with the shoes like every time every customer so they could see if your foot was like comfortable in the shoe they had fucking x-ray machines in shoe stores so when you walked in was it a little like that (laughs) say there pally you're looking for a new pair of shoes there sam was it that kind of thing uh yeah a little bit Uh, I guess I don't know. <laughs> That's fucking funny. It was it an old dude that owned it, or was it like the family, the the family that continued on? Yeah, no, no, it was the old dude that owned it. The old dude died. That's why it ended up closing up. And uh, you know, okay. and old dude's kid used to sell dope out the back door. By the way, well, he had a much more uh, current business model. <laughs> he did than pops did. <laughs> you know, he was just trying to keep keep on his a game. He could break his fucking balls. You know, uh, speaking of being woke. Sarah Silverman, I got in a lot of trouble with the little ladies the other night. Uh, Sarah Silverman made a uh, social media post about a mammogram that she had in which she attributed a lot of creepy uh, behavior to the the doctor. And uh, essentially it came down to he put gel on his bare hands um, and applied the gel to her breasts um, without gloves on. And... Now he needed to be taught a lesson on social media and the women were pissed off. And uh, the the story was put out by Yahoo and it it just said, um, you know, uh, uh, Sarah Silverman calls out aggressive doctor, you know, whatever. And I just to me, it was just every day, every day, somebody's calling somebody out. Somebody's clapping back, which I fucking hate that terminology, but it's every day. And, and and so I just wrote, oh, thank God somebody uh, called someone out before the day was over. We almost missed our deadline. Uh, whew, that was a close one, you know. Well, you would have thought that I came in and was like, fuck yeah, rape her down, bro. You know what I mean? Like, they were pissed. And 
um, this one woman said to me, and what would you tell your daughter if this happened? And I said, well, what I would tell my daughter is um, get a different doctor. Uh, because Sarah, in her post, explains that this happened a year prior, and she told him then that she'd prefer he use gloves. Yeah, done. Yeah, you're done. Right there. Right, right there, man. Like, I mean, why are you going back again? And And so, you know, she not only goes back, but, you know, here's the thing. And women, I don't think you're going to like this part. I don't give a shit about tits. Don't care. And I... You know, yeah. I know a couple dudes who are creepy, like, ooh, boobies, you know what I mean? Like, I know that, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah, again, part of being 50, like, like there's yeah. not a lot of, I mean, it, it adds to the whole attraction package. I mean. Sure. Um, you know, the whole, it, it adds to the whole figure, and, and they are attractive, but yeah, part of being 50 is there's, like, really not a lot to do with them, you know? There's, no, there's not. It's, it, you know, it is that, what it is. Like, I don't care. Like. Yeah, yeah, and I, I and I'm sure and, now, and I haven't seen, and you haven't seen, I don't think, the collection of breasts that this doctor, I'm sure, I'm certain, has over the course of his career. I, oh. I'm <laughs> so as bored as we are. Uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say he's even more bored. He don't give a shit, and nothing he was doing was most likely perverted or predatory. I think he well, probably just doesn't give a shit. Well, here's the thing. Like, I, I do think it's a little weird that dude puts gel right on his hands and feels her up without gloves. I do think that is sure. a little weird. And But let's take the woman out of it. Take the whole, take that whole side of it out, right? Say you're going in for a prostate exam, right? right. It's, a, it's, a, it's just as uncomfortable for a dude to have a prostate exam as, as, as any OBGYN visit, right? Oh, so, yeah. So, dude's about to stick his finger in your ass and feel for your prostate. And dude decides he's going to just lube up his finger and do it without a glove. How are you going to feel? I'm not going to be too jazzed. <laughs> you're, not, you're not jazzed about the whole process anyway, but even without, if you notice dude's not got a glove on, like, you're going to be like, what the fuck just happened? That is some weird shit. Yeah, but, some weird. <laughs> but, and, and some creepy shit, some weird shit. But what do you do? This is my problem with Sarah. I mean, and don't get me wrong. I'm a fan. I th- I think she's hot as shit. I love. I, I like. I like me some of, Sarah Silverman. You got and a lot of part, fucking problems. Part of the tribe. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot of problems. And if I could be <laughs> as rude now, if I'm going to even take this further with my rudeness, I've seen Sarah Silverman's breast before, and her nipples look like the Cookie Monster's eyes, googling all around, <laughs> all over the fucking place. I'm sure this guy don't give a fuck about her tits. <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> but on a, on, a, on a similar but, note, no, but, but seriously, dudes, dudes going into your ass with this finger. He doesn't have a glove on, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you do? What are your choices here? A, first of all, you're not going back to the doctor if you find it offensive, which right. I probably wouldn't go back to that same doctor. A, step I one, would tip him. <laughs> step two, you call the fucking. There's authorities for that. You call the state medical board. You call the cops if you think you just got ass raped. You you. You go through official channels. Twitter, I assume it was on Twitter. Um, Twitter is not an official channel. Like so, it's not. what? So what she's done in, in in this case, instead of like making a fucking real private, like because that should be a private thing, you know, it's a private thing between you and your doctor. So and instead of instead of trying to fucking just ruin this guy's career, if the dude have it investigated by official fucking people. 
you call the medical board and they send out a doctor to him and say, hey, did you use gloves? Hey, you need to use gloves. And, and they'll either censure him, they'll take away his license, they'll, they'll handle it the right way. But going right. on fucking Twitter and just trying to ruin this dude's life. Um, well, that's what we do now. now. And now, you know, realistically, if the guy wants to be a prick, she's put herself in a bit of an actionable position. Because nothing he did, you can say it wasn't uh, proper protocol, but you can't definitively label it predatory. You don't know what his intentions were. And his answer was, well, I can feel for things better when I don't have the gloves on. That, that He said something to that effect. Um, which stands to reason in my mind. Uh, but again, I'm, I'm not in that profession, but you just, you just find another doctor. I, I, I want one time because of the kind of work I do. I thought maybe I had a hernia or had pulled something in my yam bag there, fella. Right. And so I went to my doctor, male doctor. Um, and I was like, Hey man, I don't know. I think I did something here. And he's like, all right, well, you know, he, he goes through the beginning of the exam all of a sudden, he brings in this little blonde-haired, uh, she was like a nurse practitioner or something, and he's like, oh, she's uh, she's going to conduct the testicular exam. Is that fine with you? Surprise, motherfucker. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, not, I'm, I'm sitting there going, oh, fuck, what do I do? Right? I'm like, if I say it's not okay, then that means I want the dude to grab my apple sack. <laughs> and if I say it is okay, like if I'm like, oh, yeah, she can, she can conduct this exam right now. <laughs> Now I look like a creep. So here I am, you know, like a dumbass, about to get my balls felt up by somebody, which was uncomfortable as it is. I don't want anybody feeling up my, you know, junk. But now I had a choice to make, and it was all uncomfortable. But at the end of the day, man, I just was like, you know, these people do this all the time. And I don't think they give a shit. You know, I, I don't think they care. Um so and that's why unless I, they yeah. are truly creepy and then that's when you fucking report them to the medical board i had yeah. my own i had my own little surprise motherfucker i you know i didn't even think about it till you said that but when i had my vasectomy i had mm -hmm. my pre-visit with the doctor and the doctor was this like 60 year old indian dude um and so i i go in for the actual procedure for the vasectomy and it was actually the pa the somebody totally different was actually going to mm. do it and happened to be a female. Like, uh, luckily, she wasn't crazy hot, so I wasn't worried about getting excited. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's always a fear, right? You got some, you know, some chick down underneath the fucking the, the cover sheet, the privacy sheet or whatever you want to call it. I was just yeah, sitting yeah. there naked. What that? I don't know what that sheet does for you, but like, you know. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I guess that's the guy fear is that you're going to get excited. and There's not a lot of hiding that. I uh I used to date a nurse and she told me there are dudes who like just when they go to examine them and touch they arc a batch which is like dude uh, you know maybe these are the same dudes who are still broing down so hard like and they can't watch a star is born you know what I mean like but I I was like you know I was like are you serious and she's like oh yeah there's been dudes over the course of my career that like you're just doing what you have to do, and they ejaculate. They just Forrest Gump it right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh -oh. oh, you can't make you can't bring up Forrest Gump. Did, did I tell you about this incident I had? No. Nah. This was amazing. So, um, Donald Trump wrote a thing about the forest fires, right? <laughs> he was blasting California or whatever, and he spelled forest as in Forrest Gump. Like right. he spelled it that way twice in one tweet. Mm 
because sorry red hats he's a dumb motherfucker <laughs> anyway um so i made a meme no collusion uh, yeah yeah sad no collusion okay so i made a meme uh that was far as gump and using the famous line from the film you know I may not be a bright man, Jenny, but I know what love is. You know that line, right? Yeah. So I put, I may not, I, put, I quoted forest fires, spelled wrong, and I put, I may not be a bright man, Jenny, but I know what a fucking moron is. And this chick um, that that we know, uh, she has an autistic child, and this was her belief that I was making fun of people that are mentally challenged. Um, she had tried this with me before on some other occasion, too. And basically, the feeling was you're going around looking to have a fucking problem. And if you're looking to have a problem, hit the fucking bricks. You know what I mean? Um, this is a, a fictional character. in, And I'm quoting a direct line from the movie. I didn't be pissed at Winston Groom. He created Forrest Gump. Uh, why? You know, <laughs> it just amazed me. But the funny... The funny thing to me, like, it, it got ugly. She went on her, her page afterwards. People were sending me screenshots of she was standing up against. She was proud of herself for saying no to me because it was like standing up against a homophobe or a racist. That's what that's how yeah. she took all of this. And um, the funny part about it was the next week or so, uh, the Rams were heading to the Super Bowl. And there was a meme going around from the NFL memes official page. It was shared like 109,000 times of Forrest Gump going, and just like that, everybody was a Rams fan. And I figured her <laughs> head must have blown apart like that scene in Scanners. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you did use the term moron. Is that one of the bad? Are you not allowed to use moron? I don't know. I'll use whatever the fuck I goddamn well please. <laughs> I know I'll it's kind of like I, I I know we don't use mongoloid anymore. You don't use mongoloid. You can't I you, you can't say I, what I, they now call the R word. You know that's Yeah, I, I don't know what what's offensive about mongoloid. I really I don't I don't There's I thought that was an I, I thought that was an official term at one point in life, but I I don't know. It what well so was retar retarded means Im impeded. I mean, it, it, yeah. the, it's how you use it. It's it's all the same stupid bullshit. It's how you use the word. Um, if you're going up to someone that's mentally challenged or, or had Down syndrome, whatever the fuck have you, and you're like, hey, retard, you know, you're an asshole. Like, yeah, of the, 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 <laughs> there's a difference <laughs> again. Intention, you know, there's a difference between that aggressive, malicious nature and describing someone in casual conversation as, oh, they're mentally retarded, there's a difference. If you, if you whatever you want to, what, what did I just say? Mentally challenged, right? Right. That's acceptable for me to say it that way or learning disabled or whatever the fuck it is. Mentally retarded and mentally challenged mean identical things. They're, the, 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 the point yeah. that's being articulated is the same thing. 
and you and I, like I just said, man, we're not trying to be assholes. I'm just trying to figure it out. Like, like if, if, like I said, if a woman doesn't want to be called the c word, I won't call her a c word. I'll call her something else. Like, I, uh, I, I, like, I just, gen- I just I, generally I, don't use that I, word. I mean, I don't know about you. Well, I'm using them. that. I'm using that as an extreme example. But like, you know, like I, I don't. Ca- I'm not trying to be offensive. I just want to know the rules, and and the rules change all the time. I get it, and you know, we'll, we'll try to roll with it. Um, they do change all the time. I remember but, many years ago. But sometimes uh, it is exhausting trying to keep up with the rules. <laughs> well, you you just can't. We've reached the point. This is this is kind of where I'm at with it. We've reached the point that you can't keep up with the rules because this is not really about being offended anymore. This is about um, punishing people. This is about power. Um, these people, and that's the whole the whole rub of it. Many of them are like, oh, well, we're the marginalized people, and now we're speaking out. We're, we're fighting back. But you've kind of crossed a threshold in certain instances where you're not really fighting back anymore. You've weaponized uh, what used to be aggression towards you, and now you're finding it in places where it doesn't necessarily even exist and trying to make people pay. And I don't know how that's conducive to fixing anything. Uh, pissing people off, uh, trying to ruin their lives because they said something in a terminology that you don't enjoy or you find. How, how's that? Or because they didn't use a glove. Or because they didn't use a glove. Find another doctor. Follow someone else on Twitter. Uh, I mean, yes, certain people are assholes. If, you, if, you're, a, if you're a guy in control... If if you're a policymaker and you're asking what's the problem with white supremacy, that's a little bit problematic and maybe you need to go. And again, Um, I I revert back to being almost 50, man. You know, I think you said something to me like, I don't know, five or ten years ago, something like that. Maybe it was on the podcast. I don't know. But I've, I've really lived my life for the last decade in that way. Like, dude, I'm old enough. I'm almost 50. I just don't do shit I don't want to do. Yeah, and I, I and I really lived that. I mean, obviously, I work, and you know, um, you know, there's certain parts of things I do what I have to do. You know, I, I don't really feel like cutting my grass every week, but I fucking do that. I'm not right. going to the full extreme, but like when it comes to my entertainment time or who I'm going to hang out with or who I'm going to associate myself with, if I don't like you, I fuck it. You're you're dead to me. Like I I I don't have time to fuck around anymore. You know what I mean? Like yeah, no, I do. I, I mean. Uh, why would you like what what it doesn't make any sense and you know you always you used to see people uh when you're younger that get older and like ah fuck i don't give a shit about that and (laughs) you know i think that is the conversation we were having i I, really don't anymore man (laughs) yeah no you just don't you don't care because it's like you realize you know i think after a certain amount of time you realize like there's no benefit to it uh you know, if people's minds aren't going to change or whatever, whatever the issue is, you're not going to change people's minds. There's no benefit uh, to being places and dealing with people that you don't want to be around. Um, and so what's the fucking point? You know? So I assume the Facebook friend, I've assumed the chick that got all pissed off about the moron meme was like one of your Facebook friends, right? Well, she was a ex-girlfriend of a friend. Um Okay. So, so not like a, somebody a loose associated. Yeah, I mean, not somebody that I uh, am personally friends with. Um, well, which I guess is, it, 
I guess what I'm getting at though is is like how she has to be all busy with it and make it you know her charge that I'm gonna ruin this dude's day by mm-hmm. um, by really standing up to the man like you're the fucking man <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm a power <laughs> structure <laughs> like I'm gonna stand up to the, like why are you all like I I I genuinely I'm not being a smart ass here I genuinely am curious like why are you all busy with that like do you really need to be a victim do you really need that in your life that you really feel like you want to be victimized because that's really what that is is like you know no one really no one knows what I go through no one good no no you're very right we don't know what you go through but by you yelling that out at the fucking treetops no one knows what we go through like is that what it is you just really have that desperate need for sympathy i i am genuinely curious what, to what the motivation was i i or, have or is to it assume ju- or is it just that you just feel like being a prick that day I, yeah I, I don't know i you know i had one friend who um called me afterwards she has a similar situation at home and she was like you know i really she saw it all go down and she was like this is just all terrible and she said you know um you know, in fairness, you don't know what her week was like or what. And I went, I, I don't give a fuck what her week. Like, like, you know who, what her week was like? You know whose problem that is? Her husband's. That's not mine. Um, and, you know, regardless of what your week was like, you don't get to attribute a, a an abhorrent uh, behavior to me because you've got nothing better to do in the moment. Um you know, uh, anyone, you know, w- there were other people who actually went over to her page and when they saw her big, I'm a champion, you know, post, um, they liked it. And then they realized, you know, that she was talking about me and they were like, holy shit, I, I didn't know that was about you. What the fuck? Because if you know me, you know, I'm not making fun of autistic people. That's not that's not even something that I would consider. And so I don't know what you get out of that. I mean, I guess like she applauded herself. She patted herself on the back, self high five. I took down the, uh, what am I, an autophobe or something? What would I be? I don't know what I would be. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But I'm one of them things, I guess. And it just, you know, I, I just sit there. But I think this is like taking over our culture. I think people are finding uh Problems where problems don't necessarily exist, and I'm not saying that in, in, in a lot of cases they they do exist. You know, well, certain I mean, there, there are yeah, there are fucking terrible problems, and yeah, I don't I don't want to downplay anybody. I mean, there is homophobia, there is racism, there is, um, you know, there's cruelty, and there's in 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 all shades. But like, what I think actually, if you really want to get down to it, and man, we're getting too way too serious for this fucking thing. But if you really want to get down to it, like. All those people that are so woke that got that that have to make such a fucking big deal over uh, not wearing gloves during an exam, it, I think it diminishes the true problems. It takes away from the, the the real problems, the fucking racism, the the real problems of cruelty in in this world. You, you know what yeah. I mean? It, it distracts from hey, let's fix the real shit. You know, yeah. There is a yeah, yeah. there is a process to there is a process. When dudes being creepy in the doctor's office, there's a process for that. Go to the fucking state medical board. Go to the cops. Yeah. There's a process for that. But the other shit that it, it's detracting from the real problems of society. All yeah, no, it, it, absolutely. And you know, I watched a movie uh, called Assassination Nation, and um, 
it, it was an extreme take on this, this idea of we punish people whether we know they're guilty or not. This is how society operates now. And so in this film, there was a hacker that was breaking in everybody's accounts, finding out all their dirt and publishing it uh, to the social networks without any context or without anything. And it was you know, causing severe problems in this in this town that was named Salem. Get it? Yeah. You feel the... Uh... So did. what starts happening is um, now we're on a witch hunt. We need to figure out who's the hacker. And so people would just start saying, oh, I'm pretty sure it's them. And people start getting killed. They're being hung. They're being, you know what I mean? And um, it was like a, a really extreme look at what we kind of actually do. And, you know, in, in a lot of ways, uh, people with that MAGA hat kid and the, and the First Nations uh, guy. Yeah. Um, when, you know, I, I, I took shit from that uh, I, when I really had no commentary on it. I posted the picture and I or the video. And I just wrote, it's not a clan hat because, you know, I don't give a shit what happened there. Um, to me, that hat is symbolic of either the adoration of an ignoramus, a pathological liar, or in its worst case scenario, it is affiliated with white supremacy uh, in this in this nation. Those are the two things. Uh, there's no even if you, if you if you say to me, I just want America to be great again. Cool. Uh, if you were a, a genuine person, you would know that that can never happen through a man that is that morally bankrupt uh, and that divisive. So that hat is a shit bird hat. Uh, and that's all I need to know. Now, as I watched more about that story and so many people went out and they were wanting this kid's head on a pole, you know, I immediately saw friends doxing him. They're, they're, they had his information, his school. And I was like, hey, man, that's that's really not cool. He's a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, but it was, it was like, burn him at the stake, get the pitchforks ready. Let's fucking take this beast down, you know? And, and then it turned out, well, it wasn't quite the way that the Native American, uh, First Nations, whatever the fuck I'm supposed to say, the way he presented it. In fact, I ended up watching an interview with him in which he tried to portray <laughs> the black Israelites as the prey to these beastly young men. Now, have you ever encountered the black Israelites? I never have, no. I have on multiple occasions in New York City, in Philadelphia, and in Baltimore most recently. Uh, me and Allison went down for a romantic getaway, as it were. And we were entering, there's a big mall there. I believe it's called the Galleria. It's a three-story, four-story mall. And we're walking in and they're yeah, out right, front. Yeah, right by the harbor? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know the one I'm talking about? Yeah. So we're walking in and they're outside. And suddenly it was like, hey, woman, I felt like I was Rocky Balboa on the steps of the fucking art museum. And Mr. T, you know, and and it was like, why you got that makeup on? Why do you dress like a harlot walking around with that white devil? You white devils, you know, you know, and telling us how we're. I mean, they are the most racially aggressive group of people uh, you will encounter outside of a Klan rally. Like, I mean, this is they're terrible. They're terrible moronic uh you know hate-filled people and for you for this guy this uh nathan phillips to have portrayed them as the victims um now in that moment i knew okay here's the story of what happened that day three groups of shitheads ran into each other the end 
That's it. You know what I mean? The, 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 the Native American guy with his stupid fucking drum is a shithead. He's a liar. He's disingenuous. Uh, the, the, the black Israelites are certainly fucking shitheads. And if you got a MAGA hat on, you're kind of a douche. End of story. Kind of a douche. Kind of a douche. You know? I mean, I don't... Even if you're a... Tra- like, let's say you're a Republican and you're just like, hey, he's our Republican president. I don't get you. I don't. Uh, I, the heroes of the Republican Party right now are David Frum, George Will, anyone who stepped away and, and was intellectually honest and said, hey, man, what the hell's going on here? But even if you're that and you're just like, well, this is what we got right now. The MAGA hat is the next level. That's a statement you want America to see. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, you know, I tell you this all the time. I used to be a Republican, and I, I generally would love to be a Republican, a Republican again. I, I kind of would, but I just can't mm-hmm. deal with the morally bankrupt, the, the, the ethically. I can't deal with the, the, the uh, side playing. Like no matter, just the idea of winning is more important than anything else. And that I can't deal with anymore. And, and, and I changed my stripes um, over the, the very much disingenuous lead up to the Iraq war. And that was the time I noticed. I saw all those lies, the yellow cake mm. from Niger, all that bullshit. So I generally want to. And I, I, I tell you about this guy all the time. This is a guy I work with, right? Who's actually well-educated. He's outside of politics. He seems like a normal, normal, nice guy. But every once in mm-hmm. a while, dude, to come by my office. Last last month, he came by my office, all giddy like a schoolgirl, all happy, all happy with his Christian zeal. And he's like, "You see, she got cancer. RBG has cancer. You see that? <laughs> Not long. And now we're gonna have three conservative judges in in one in, in two years' time. What do you think? Uh-huh. He's so giddy. He's like, kind of, he's fucking happy that an old woman that has woman, cancer. Are yeah, you that fucking?" Might, uh, and meanwhile, I'm sure he's a big time Christian. Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. how how do you square that? How do you square that? And, I, and I, he's one that I don't understand because, like, like I said, he's outside. If you talk, you can talk sports. You can talk a lot of things intelligently with the dude. But this one thing, and it, he's an enigma yeah. to me, and it it is like a weird like. And he's probably the only guy in that type in the MAGA group that I will ever um, engage with. Because I'm so fucking curious. It makes no sense to me. Like, he's not a total moron, but he can set aside all of his intellectual and be intellectually disingenuous for this one thing. And everything else seems normal. I don't get it. I'm going to figure it yeah, out. It, it's really strange. I, I have some people like that, too. They're decent people. And, and you know, you can have good conversations with them. and, and um, But they're, they're so pot committed to this guy um like that they can't be honest about anything and i they, yeah, they can't and i don't know if it's a thing like if i finally admit that i was wrong about all this then mm-hmm. that you have to admit you're wrong and you're just not going to do it i don't know i i think that's it i mean the thing about trump is he wasn't a this wasn't politics i i say this to people all the time i i i was a registered republican too um, ask any liberals uh, that we knew back in the day the arguments that we would have. Um, but Trump is not, this isn't politics. This is, this is a moral compass issue. Um, strip everything away. Strip away all of 
the political aspect of it. This is a very bad example of a man. An incredibly bad example of a man. He, he's a pathological liar. He's petulant. He's ignorant. To, to edu- to, he has no education. It's, it's so clear. You know, his daddy bought his way through his Ivy League schools. Um, he, he lies about the entire, the entire persona yeah, that people whole, believe of him. His whole origin story. His Nothing's whole, true. His whole origin story of I, um, I borrowed a million dollars, which I had to pay back with interest to my father. That's where, how I got my start. No, it's really right. not. <laughs> no, you got $400 million. from And, and, and he, he's, he cheats on his wives. He's on his third wife. Um, the list goes on and on and on. He's a bad person. So the fact that if you're supposed to be for years, we listen to the Patriots and the, and the, the Christian conservatives and that you will not only overlook all of these things, you celebrate them. Uh, that's, that's the perplexing part of this guy, you know? And, and I don't know how you expect people to take you seriously um, you'll never again, I mean, to yourselves, you'll be able to cry about whatever perceived, you know, Obama's got a tan suit on, look how disrespectful he is type of shit. Nobody's going to take you seriously. I didn't take you seriously then, I got to be honest. <laughs> I didn't, you know. It's not presidential um, to wear a tan suit. No, it's not. But it's, it's president. Just, but it is presidential to grab him by the pussy, I guess. I, it I, is. You know, like, I, 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 I mean, I, I don't, you know. Hey man, Bill Clinton got a blowjob, bro. I mean, you you forget all about that, you know. <laughs> so we had to impeach him over that, but nothing now is impeachable. Nothing, nothing now. We should move on. Yeah, you know? it, yeah. It's I don't know, man. It's all so crazy. It's crazy when you're a lefty and you're fucking trying to figure out how a Forrest Gump meme makes me. Uh, I'm I'm the Hitler of autistic people. <laughs> I'm trying to start death camps or something. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with those kind of people. I, I don't get. You know, when you're somebody who you can't watch a movie that might have a romantic situation in it because you're broing so hard, I, I don't get the red hat. I don't get chanting while you're playing a drum. I got to be honest, I don't get that either. I mean, what are you doing? What are you doing with yourself? But maybe instead of that drum, get a couple teeth plugged in your mouth. I don't know if you're taking a good look at Mr. Nathan Phillips, but I have not. No, yeah, he's 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 not uh he's not doing any crest ads anytime soon, bro. Um. On another note, have you been privy to the war between Alex Jones and Joe Rogan? No, I really haven't. I thought they were boys, weren't they? They were friends. Um, For 20 years, they were friends. Uh, That is, until Joe Rogan had Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, on his program and didn't uh, eviscerate him over Alex Jones's deplatforming. You know, Joe accepted this crazy idea that Jack Dorsey, as operating CEO of a major company like Twitter and Square, doesn't have a hand in the day-to-day bannings of people. I know that sounds absurd. I mean, who, who would believe that? You know, <laughs> um, And Jack, in fairness, Jack wasn't... I, I listened to Jack on Sam Harris, and I listened to Jack on Joe Rogan. He was a little evasive about some shit, and then they definitely lean towards, they let lefties get away with whatever the fuck they want, and they do more aggressively go after the right. 
I mean, I, this I, is just reality. I got to tell you, though, I am slightly scared. Mm-hmm. Somewhere there's a stop sign, um, I don't know, a couple hundred yards from my house that somebody uh-huh. has plastered with Alex Jones bumper stickers. <laughs> and so, like, one of them is nearby. Oh, yeah. And and that kind of, like, freaks me out a little bit, I got to tell you. Oh, dude, well, you know. Uh, because, hey for, uh, because, like, anybody who who can actually put some sort of seriousness behind like to like enough to be willing to stop. I get, I would assume, you know, think of the logistics of it, right? The dude would have stopped in the middle of the night and he's put his bumper stickers up there on the, on the stop sign. And like, he's proud of himself. He drives by it every day and he's like, yeah, they're going to see the truth is out there. Like, well, he's fighting back (laughs) against the globalists, my friend. Like I public will rise. 1776 will come again. Yeah, don't tread on uh, me. Like, yeah, I, well, <laughs> I Hafer, at their restaurant, they had a dude working in the kitchen. And uh, this was a big motherfucker, man. He looked like a professional wrestler type. Big, gri- like, literally looked like Grizzly Adams. Big beard. Um, and this cat, every day, InfoWars shirts. InfoWars. Prison Planet. Jail Hillary. Um, so I would fuck with him, you know. And I'd be like, InfoWars! And he'd be like, what's up, man? And I'd be like, dude... You think frogs are being turned gay, man? Like for real? You know? <laughs> and he would just be like, dude, you're just trying to make it sound stupid. I was like, oh, no, I'm not. And I was like, Alex, is doing you got that on your own, man. Yeah. 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 In the words of Obi Wan to Anakin, you have done that to yourself. <laughs> like th- that, you know, that was how this went. And this cat was really, really into this shit. Like he was telling me, like, no, nah, you don't understand, dude. And, um, it is it is kind of a creepy thing, you know. This I had another friend going back to Facebook again, a gentleman that I've actually I really enjoyed conversations with him. Um, he's a cool dude. And when Alex got deplatformed, I was like, good, you know, this isn't freedom of speech to me. This is a man who, um, his rhetoric caused incredible damage to families at Sandy Hook who lost their children. He will. This is why in this meltdown you're hearing, I think Alex is aware that the end is is you know on the horizon, and he's going to be bankrupt when this is all said and done. Um, he also his rhetoric caused a man to go into Comet Ping Pong, where he claimed there was a sex dungeon in the basement run by Hillary and Barack Obama in a building that factually had no basement, and that man went in there armed and discharged a firearm. Uh, again, Are you talking about this the pizza is, joint? The, um, yeah, Comet Comet Ping yeah. Pong. This is this is not a man exercising free speech. This is a man that is eventually going to cause the death of someone. Well, it's yelling and fire in a theater. It is, and that's not protected by free speech, you know. And so, um, anyway, Alex now feels that he understands everything. That Joe Rogan is now a puppet to the globalists. Um, and let me just uh, treat you to this. Is going to take a little bit. It's a couple minute clip, but. There is some just jewels in here. I'm going to unwind everything about it. You understand? I'm going to expose all of it. Every bit of it. Everything. Everything. Because you're their darling. I figured it out. You're their baby cake. You're their model for the future. You're who they think will be on the internet when no one else is. is some guru to everyone. And, and, and it's just not going to happen. I'm built for war, Joe. 
Yeah, I don't act like a tough guy all day. I'm just, I do the war, you understand? So, so uh, the threats don't matter to me. The, 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 oh, the, oh, I'll still be your friend. Joe, I'll never talk to you again. I'll never come on your show again. I'm going to destroy you. I've, I, I understand it now. I'm going to get you. I'm coming for you. You understand that? Who do you think I am? What do you think I do? You're very foolish. So you've chosen your bed. Sleep in it. Don't give me any more pleasantries. I want war. Give me your attacks. Everything. Now you understand the shape of things. That's good that you understand this. Now you understand. I'll get my hands politically around your neck. And all your tough guy crap's going to end real quick. What is he because talking we've about? taken down Hillary. <laughs> Hold we've on. We've taken down the globalist, and we're going to take down Soros, and we're going to take you down. Because God wants purity. God wants things hot and cold, not lukewarm. God wants me to wage war. God told me, destroy Joe Rogan. <laughs> yes, God told sir, him. Jesus, I will do it. No more games. War. Ah, ah. A real thing. War! 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 What the you want war against our children? You want war against God? You will get war! Show me your war face, Private Pile! How about that? Is uh, that a not a mentally deranged individual? I don't even know what to say. I have no idea what that was about because he had Jack that. Dorsey on and didn't didn't fight for him. So now he knows Joe's a snake. He's broing down pretty hard. Do you I, even bro, bro? I don't even know what to say. Like, <laughs> I, 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 like, but I, I, I you know, it's amazing, I, isn't it? I, I, I'm, I'm not a regular listener of Alex Jones, so you know, forgive me for my ignorance. I've <laughs> him. And I'll I'll lump Hannity in, and I'll lump you know the rest of that like that side, like I I I never really know if everything's a work or if it's the real thing. Like I I've always assumed Alex Jones was actually a work, like you know that he just has this, some kind of a gimmick. Yeah, this is his character that he plays on radio, and and you know this is how he makes his money by being extreme, you know because right. People like us who are fairly lukewarm aren't going to make a fucking, you know, a name for ourselves. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're not going to be Joe Rogan. I get it. you got to do something somewhat extreme or, you know, in one way or another. you got to bring some kind of game to, to be noticed. So I've always right. assumed that, that his game was a work, but that didn't sound like a work. Like, I don't know. No, <laughs> and, and Rogan is not receiving it as a work. Rogan watched it, and um, he addressed it on his show, and Brian Redband was on, and he said, you know, I don't think Alex is doing well mentally. Like, and, he, he, and it, it, this whole thing, um, Rogan had said to him, like, hey, man, look, you can call me. You've got my number. I don't I don't understand this. He's like, now you're making up stories about me being in the CIA. Like, what's going on with you? Like, you know, I, you know the evil people of the society in, in Alex Jones's world, right? The evil people are number one, the worst. The devil himself yeah. is, is George Soros. Yes, it is. <laughs> the devil himself is George Soros. Well, so, and so and if you now it's like George 
Hillary and Joe Rogan. Like, right. <laughs> like I, that I'm, I'm Joe Rogan. I'm having a tough time squaring because like you know, I think Joe Rogan is being one of the luckiest people on the planet because, I mean, as funny as he is, he's an interesting guy. But, like, I don't think of him as a dude with, like, an extreme talent. You know, I mean, I think it's just a, a comedian who kind of got lucky, got some, you know, some airtime on a um, on a reality show where they ate fucking worms and shit. Yeah. And then, you know, got his name and, and he's made a career out of it. And, and kudos to you, brother. But, like, he's not. He's not George Soros. Like, I don't care. You know what I mean? Look, what you don't understand, he's reintroducing the ideas of taking psychedelics. This is the MK Ultra program all over again. <laughs> this is literally what he said. I'm I'm doing a terrible impression, but that it, he he believes that Rogan's love of DMT and psilocybin and all these things is his way of reintroducing the ideas of brain mind control to the youth. Of America. Well, in Rogan's um, defense, have you ever tried mushrooms? They're fucking fantastic. I, I have not. I have not. <laughs> it it you, really you, isn't. You've, a, try, you, <laughs> you've tried, and other people have tried to get me to try them, and I haven't done it. It really is an amazing fucking run. Like, <laughs> you know why I really won't fuck around with that shit? And it's probably stupid. Um, but when I was young and I lived in Chester, there was this cat. Uh, his name was Danny. And his parents lived around the corner. They were of your tribe. I don't want to give their last name, but they were of your tribe. Okay. And he was an incredibly, incredibly bright dude. Uh, he was actually, you know, the age of my parents is what, what he would be. And he lived in, in the park. He wouldn't stay at his parents' house. And the story always was that he did some shit, some kind of crazy acid when he went off to college and never, ever was right again. And I was listening to something the other day because I, I, over the years I started going, yeah, that was all probably bullshit. But then I was listening to something the other day about dudes who do a lot of, uh, I think it was a, a guy on a podcast again. I listened to a lot of podcasts. And he said a similar thing happened to, but it was because you already have some kind of mental disorder. Um, and it, then the, that triggers and it, it just, makes yeah, it just triggered. Yeah. Yeah. Well, acid's and, a different um, story, man. Acid, but mushrooms is pretty natural. It's just a different, you know, you're saying I won't lose my mind. I don't think you'd lose your mind at mushrooms. Will I be at the locked in festival or the peach festival? And I don't know, text my friend Joe, like a lunatic for hours on end. <laughs> will, will that happen? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway it was stream of uh, consciousness i oh it was definitely a fucking stream of consciousness bro did you ever look at a tree bro did you ever see like the bark man you know what i mean um yeah yeah i don't know uh, you know maybe I, I, one day I, I but i don't get the joe rogan like you know George Soros and fucking Joe Rogan, like it's like like they're teamed up to take over the world. Like I just, I, I don't think of Joe Rogan as having that much ambition. <laughs> you know what um, I mean? Like yeah, I don't well, think he's, I don't, you know, I think he's a funny dude, and I think he's made a name for himself. He's worked it. Like I, you know, like kudos, all kudos to you. But I don't think he has that much ambition to want to take over the world, or even to be a puppet for Twitter to take over the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. He he and he kind of in in his commentary about this issue, he was like, "Dude, I I don't 
nobody's coming to me. I don't have any desire. <laughs> like he just was like, you know, I'm I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm at yoga at six a.m. Yeah, he just I, wants I, to I, lift I, his kettlebells and drink his fucking shakes yeah. and eat a little do some do some psychedelics and go into his isolation chamber. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's out there trying to be a puppet uh, for the CIA. But you know, I I I think one of two things is happening here. Uh, Rogan's not in on this. I th- there's no no way that that's the case. But one of two things is happening in in my assessment. One, the obvious one that would jump out to you is that Alex is been deplatformed so badly uh, that he's doing whatever he can to draw attention to uh wherever well, the that's platforms his, are that he's left. That's his thing. He's he's got to be a shock jock so that yeah. he's got to be even more shocking now, even more outrageous, yeah. even more sh- shock jock. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> so the second is um is uh that Alex is laying the groundwork for some kind of mental uh instability defense in the Sandy Hook situation so that he retains some of his money. Um, Because you got to figure, Gawker was bankrupted. All Gawker did was play parts of Hulk Hogan's sex tape with Bubba the Love Sponge's wife. Right. And that wasn't made up. That was real. That That was a tape they got their hands on, and they put pieces of it out there, and Gawker doesn't exist anymore. Um, Alex Jones created... Uh, this nonsense that Sandy Hook was a, a false flag, that the school was non-functional, that it was set as a stage, that these children were not real, the parents were crisis actors, uh, his fans went to their homes and harassed them when they were already dealing with an unimaginable trauma. I believe the repercussions financially for something like that are going to be much more profound than what happened in Gawker. And so I'm wondering... Is this not, I mean, you listen to him there with the part where he's whispering, it's good that you know these things now, I'm glad you know these You know, that, that thing. If you watch it, he's behaving like a maniac. I mean, he, he's trying to put forth, or legitimately putting forth, the fact that he's really unstable. And so, so I'm you're that's So just, you're saying it's just a, a work of a different color? Could be. I'm saying there's two scenarios. It's a work to get attention, or it's a work to set the stage for, hey, my, your honor, my client is not uh, mentally sound. Or option he's not, three he's is not my respond. client actually is mentally unsound. <laughs> yeah, well, one of the, you know, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I know his wife, when she took him to court and for the custody of the children, that was her reasoning. She said he's not mentally well. Um, and to which his, uh, this all happened while we were gone, but his lawyer said, well, my client is a performance artist. And then that had repercussions with his fan base because they're like, well, wait a minute. So you're intentionally lying to us with all this stuff? And then he was like, oh, we had to say that in court because my children were on the line, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's very disturbing to watch. If I was Joe Rogan, and one thing I always tell people, don't discount crazy, you know. Uh, crazy is a lot more dangerous sometimes than you think, you know what I mean? Um, so I don't know. Yeah, well, it's the same odd thing. Like, I don't have any ill will towards Alex Jones. Like, I think he's like, and you know, like I said, I I don't have time for people and things that I don't I I don't listen to them. So I it, it's non-existent to me. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Where I do kind of lay always lay blame, and 
the same uh, thing. Like, I don't blame Trump. He's just a morally bankrupt douchebag who ended up fucking getting to a weird spot. You know what I mean? But yeah, uh, what I do find fault in is the, the red hats, the people that, that listen. And I do find a weird bit of fault, like in the people that follow and listen actively to dudes like Alex Jones. Like, the yeah. d- like I'm scared of that dude who put those bumper stickers up on that stop sign near me. <laughs> I'm much more scared of that guy than I am of Alex Jones himself. Well, if because that, that guy, when things don't go the way that he wants them to for Alex or most likely for Donald Trump or whatever, that guy is going to be the one, the boots on the ground near you. Yeah. Um, and, and he and the, he, he's got to yeah. live within the, you know, within one square mile of me somewhere. Like, and that's, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's because I, I live kind of in the country roads a little bit, man. And that's kind of a country road. It's not like some place that you would normally stop to hang a bumper sticker that says InfoWars. Like, I'm genuinely nervous about that. And I'm, this is not a work. This is the real thing. Yeah. <laughs> you're not you're not putting this on as an act. No. Some dude yeah. in a pickup truck stopped there in the middle of the night and and passes by that thing every day and is very fucking proud of himself. Infowars. I'm getting the word out. It's very Im- yeah, very important to him. This is very important of the of the utmost importance. That and yes, the man I'm much more you- scared of the red hats. I'm much more scared of the assholes. I'm much more scared of the boots on the ground people than I am of fucking Trump himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Well, I guess we should wrap it. It's it's uh, one hour and 15 minutes or so or 20 minutes. I guess we should call it a, a show there, fella. I think this felt very heavy to me. I don't necessarily know. Eh, we got a lot to work out after we've been gone for a while, you know? Maybe it wasn't as light and com- comedic as uh, we had intended, but what are you going to do? It's an organic conversation. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. So that's the way it went. Maybe next time will be more fun. You know, somebody will probably find joy in this, I guess. Maybe uh, we are. The the show is being distributed as we speak. It's still attaching. We're on Spotify now, the Google podcast, uh, Anchor. I don't know, a bunch of different places. But we're still waiting for our clearance to get back onto our other platforms, which we probably are going to have to go and manually do. Uh, and I'm lazy, but. We'll get it all worked out. And uh, if you want to, you know, say something, if you got something to contribute to what we just said, anothercast at gmail.com. Yeah, because please, you know, because I don't understand all the rules. That's why we're doing this, actually, is hopefully for feedback to this so somebody can help us understand the rules. Yeah, help us understand about how, you know, uh, Joe Rogan is a globalist, and if you don't like the way a doctor did something, you take it to Twitter, and that posting a Forrest Gump meme is meaning you're declaring war on the autistic, uh, and on and on. Help us, help us understand. That's the reason why we're doing this, is because we don't understand shit. We're just two jerk-offs trying to figure it out. That, and we want a free lunch. Yeah, I would like a free lunch somewhere. All right. Well, that was episode 159, even though only these two will be of 157, and, or was it 158 and 159 will be the only ones available to you. But they're out there somewhere. Yeah. And we'll catch you next time. Peace. Oh, you said it yourself. You said it so.